Hey, York Alliance, welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Tuesday, September 29th. Hope you're doing well today. I want to look at one of the key aspects of this text that we looked at on Sunday in Luke chapter 10. I, I think one of the most surprising parts of it, at least to me, and it maybe betrays the uh, lack of belief that I really have in the supernatural power of God, is that when Jesus shows the disciples the fields. Open your eyes, look at the fields from John chapter 4. The, the Look to the fields, they're ripe for harvest that Jesus says in, in Luke chapter 10. I fully expect that the response then is for us to go. Like, go out and harvest, get to work, go do the stuff. But that's not what Jesus says. What Jesus says is, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would send workers into the harvest field. And it strikes me that maybe more than anything else that we need in this season is the power of God to come to bear on the situations in the world around us. I think for so many of us, we're looking outside of or beyond God for solutions to the problem. So we're in the midst of a global pandemic. So what do we look for? Who do we look to or what do we look to? Well, we look to the government to solve it, which is a bad choice because the government's not seeming to do a whole lot of help in in solving it. Or, Or we look to science to solve it. Like if there's just a vaccine, if we can just figure this out. When in reality, what what either the government or science can do at best is to deal with the situation that is. But for instance, there's, there's so much already between the actual events that have happened and then the trauma that has come from those events. There's so much already that needs to be healed within us. And there's no governmental program and there's no vaccine that can do that, that can step into the brokenness of our situations and, and give us hope. That's what we need God for. We, we need to be inviting the power of God. And I think for many of us, we believe theologically in the power of God. We know that God is with us, for instance, wherever we go, that, we, uh, that God is, uh, is omnipresent, is present everywhere, and so therefore he's um, with us even right now. But I think we fail to engage the manifest presence of God. Like I would say it this way, like you and I believe that God is present with you right now. The question is, how, how do you know? Is there a way beyond simply belief that I know the presence of God? And shouldn't there be at least time to time a way that I know that God is with me? And I think that tangible presence idea, that longing for the Spirit of God to step in and do something powerful among us, is the heart of what Jesus is saying. He's saying, hey, open your eyes, look at the fields, recognize that there's a harvest that is out there. Not a harvest that you have to work for, not something that I'm asking you to generate, but, but there's a harvest that's out there. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few, so Pray. Don't just become a laborer. Pray. Pray that the Lord of the harvest will send out laborers into his harvest. The calling, I believe, of this season for us is to truly be people of prayer. Yes, to be people of action, to be people of hope, to be people who bring joy in difficult circumstances, all of those things. But it needs to start with us being people of prayer people who 
who are praying with a renewed fervency that says, oh, Jesus, come, come and, and step into these situations that have no hope apart from you. And I said to you at the end of last week, these multiple crises that are all hitting the U.S. all at one time, they're an opportunity for multiple levels of renewal. Crisis always leads to renewal. And if you study revival throughout history, if you study the way that God has moved throughout history, it's in circumstances like the one that we're in right now where God seems to do his best work. And so I think we need to be people of passionate prayer, people who expect the power and the presence of God to be manifest among us and to actually do something. And so I'm going to invite you to just pray with me as we close out our time this morning. Rather than uh, taking a long time talking through things, I'd like us to just pray, to just ask God to come. And so wherever you're at, if you're driving a car right now, I'll ask you to keep your eyes open and pray that way. But if you're able to just close your eyes and put out your hands, let's just take some time to ask God to come and, and move among us. Lord Jesus, we confess that the situation that we face, both in our personal lives as we wrestle with the things that we wrestle with personally, but especially in our country, in our society, they're bigger than we can get our arms around. We can jump up and down and yell about the things that we believe and why we believe what we believe, but God, we confess that they're just bigger than us. But God, we also confess that you are completely able because God, we know that you can do the impossible. And so God, I pray for those who are experiencing deep pain because of the last several months. God, that you would just step in and renew hearts and minds. God, I pray for those who are in, uh, in cycles of anxiety, who seem to be immobilized because of trying their best to control every aspect of the situation around them so that they would be safe. God, I pray that you would step in and that you would bring peace. God, I pray for those who are angry at the way that this has been handled, at the situation around us, uh, those who have a deep root of bitterness and anger towards political leaders or towards uh, other people who have made decisions for them or around them. God, I pray that you would supernaturally step in and give us power to forgive, help us to recognize our own shortcomings and sinfulness and be able to forgive in the grace that you have forgiven us with. God, we pray for your renewing spirit to come. God, we pray that you would step into our circumstance, to your church, and revive your church. God, I pray that you would continue the process of, of winnowing away those who are not desiring to follow after you. And God, that you would refresh and fill and encourage those who are seeking after you, that we would be filled with your spirit, that we would be filled with your power, and that, God, we would be able to step into the circumstances around us with joy and with peace and bring words of healing. God, I think of that call in Luke chapter 10 that we would go into all of the, the cities around us and 
one of the things that you tell us to do is to heal the sick in it and to say to them that the kingdom of God has come near to you. And so, God, may we be those people who heal the sick, who heal the broken, who speak words of life because we're declaring the truth of your kingdom. And so, God, be glorified, I pray. Show yourself good and beautiful and help us to be ready to receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let me encourage you to continue, not just end there, but to continue to be people of prayer who are asking God to move in miraculous ways during this season. There are so many places in which we can put our hope, but there's only one sure hope that we have, and that's in Jesus himself. And let's, let's be people of passionate prayer who invite the presence of God into every circumstance. I pray that you would receive the power and the indwelling of his spirit resting upon you and transforming you and that his spirit and the joy that comes from him would flow from you to the world around you in his name. Amen. Have a great day. Looking forward to being back with you again tomorrow.